Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, just a couple of things before we get to our recap and then on to today's episode. Uh, firstly, I want to point you all uh, again towards the Penance RPG podcast, where I'm guesting as a player in a very special uh, Curse of Strahd campaign that's been called Curse of Penance. The first, I think, three episodes of that are up now. We've had a ton of fun so far playing the campaign, and I hope you'll all come along for the ride with us. Uh, you can find that over at penancerpg.libsyn.com. Uh, secondly, I want to give a massive thanks and shout-out to our friends at Sword Coast Soundscapes. Uh, they produce long-form ambient soundscapes for use in your RPGs, and were kind enough to let us use one in today's episode. Uh, head on over to Sword Coast Soundscapes on YouTube to find out more. So then, uh, to today's episode. Uh, this will be the final episode in our long-running D&D 5th edition storyline, The Relics of Malar. So I think a recap of the full storyline is in order, <laughs> as we've been uh, we've actually been playing this since August of last year, I think, end of August. So it's, it's been a bit of a long one. Um, so yeah, this may be a bit of a long recap, but uh, here's how we got to this point. Uh, called into the uh, watch house in the town of Erevale to answer some questions about their previous activities, our heroes Prontz, Bork and Enerve came across a young man who had been arrested for breaking into the local temple and trying to steal the town's revered relics. The man uh, seemed to be out of his mind and some investigation revealed that he had been branded with a mysterious magical mark upon his chest. Reasoning that perhaps the relics were still under the threat of being stolen by whoever had marked the man, the heroes set up shop in the temple, uh, keeping a watchful eye on the relic, a distinct purple spell-focused gem which had belonged to the wizard Malar, a local folk hero who had died defending the village during the Demon War some 61-odd years previously. As a violent storm rolled in across the countryside and over the town, they received word that the young man in the cells had died, killed by the very magical mark which he had told them would kill him if he was not allowed to deliver the relic to those who had branded him with it. Uh, shortly following this news, the temple was attacked by three mysterious robed and hooded cultists intent on taking the relic. Our heroes fought bravely, felling two of them, but the third succeeded on getting a hand on the gem, unleashing the magic within to make his escape. Uh, interrogating uh, the one cultist who they'd knocked out instead of killed, they learned that the cultists themselves were part of a larger group who were camped out at the lost tomb of Grazak some three days' travel away. Uh, renting some horses from the local inn, they set out into the storm in pursuit of the fleeing cultist, but were soon forced to take shelter in the ruins of an ancient elven tower uh, some way into the forest. There, Prontz and Bork found themselves in an odd, kind of shared dream, joined by a strange enigmatic entity that seemed to be feeding on the dream and awakening, they came face to face with it, a psychic reptilian creature who had taken up residence in the tower. After a short fight, they agreed to leave the creature's home and continue on their journey, and the next day they met the eccentric woodland druid Vagan and agreed to help him recover a young owlbear that he had been taking care of uh, from a vicious pack of gnolls which had burned down a section of the forest and kidnapped it. After successfully dealing with the gnolls, uh, Vagan agreed to guide them to the lost tomb, and a day or so later they arrived at the tomb to discover a large number of the cultists camped out and, without much of a plan, attacked them. Uh, the battle was tough, and although they prevailed, the cultists nearly proved a match for them. Even with the aid of Vagan, Bork was knocked unconscious and nearly frozen solid by a well-placed uh, cone of cold spell, and both Enerve and Prontz were nearly brought to the edge of defeat themselves. Uh, during the battle, a um, cultist made a break for the tomb and using the same uh, dimension door spell stored in the relic had teleported through the impenetrable stone door of the tomb and away from the fight. Uh, so that's pretty much what got us to this point and it's been quite a long one. Um, today's episode, as I said, is going to be the conclusion to the whole thing, so let's dive in and see how this all finishes. Tied to the stake are three figures, and you do notice as well the dead body a little further down the slope towards the, the stone door. Um, there is a uh, a large kind of quite bulky um, dragonborn uh, with green scales, 
who looks to have been uh, from the look of him it looks like he was bludgeoned unconscious by a blow to the head they've also they put kind of like a steel clamp around his jaws um, make a make a straight intelligence check actually no. No. Okay, <laughs> you have no idea why they do this. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. It was two. There's. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. There is also a, what you can identify as a tiefling who... Um, it's like a horn dude. Wearing some quite... He's got like a kind of uh, sort of vest on and... Um, not just a vest. He's not like... He's not Donald Ducking. Is he fancy? Uh, he, looks kind of, he looks kind of fancy. Um, he's got kind of longish uh, pale hair. And again, they're, they're all unconscious and they look like they've been tied to the stake for a couple of days, maybe, at least. Um, and also in the centre is a what a, a slightly elderly-looking halfling. And again, wearing quite nice-looking clothes, although they kind of remind you almost of what the, the guy from the cells had. I don't suppose any of you are the professor. I mean, they're all unconscious. I don't suppose any of you could wake up and tell me if you're the professor. <laughs> I'm looking for some exposition, if you wouldn't mind. I'm going to attempt to gently wake uh, some of them up. Sure, okay. Um, well, I don't need don't you to roll for this. Like, over the course of... <laughs> you, you sort of take your time and yeah. sort of maybe give them a little bit of water from gently, your uh, skin them. and that. Yeah, the uh, the Dragonborn oh. wakes up and he, d- he really doesn't... He tries to open his mouth first and he's... Oh, oh fucking... Oh, fucking mouth. You can see almost like condensation, like breath steam coming out but it's definitely it's a summer's day like it shouldn't be coming out in this warm weather um, from a normal person's breath Um, he doesn't look too happy about the the metal thing around his his mouth I I might need a check from you if you want to take that off of him Um, I definitely want to try yeah the um, the tiefling he wakes up and he's very groggy and he doesn't he's not really been looking at him he goes what do you fuckers want now I I told you I don't know anything I'm just a hired help Different fuckers. I killed them all. Don't worry about it. Oh well. Oh, well, cool. <laughs> yeah, <it> sound. Cool. <laughs> That's pretty good. You got any beer? Uh, we've got fermented pocket pork. But oh. I wouldn't recommend it. Nah, that doesn't sound. <laughs> oh, that ain't safe. Fuck. We'll get you something to drink in a second. You just, you just come to your senses. You'll be oh, fine. All right. Okay. The, uh, the, the halfling sort of again seems to be a little bit more with it when he wakes up and says oh oh god you got them all then I did yes well good on you mate <laughs> thanks mate <laughs> uh, right I'm going to try and take the metal thing off the dragonborn sure okay um, okay uh, looking at it it seems to have kind of like a it's it's not too complicated of a mechanism um, I think it's kind of designed so that they, with with his hands tied up, they wouldn't have been able to take it off. But um, you could see how pretty much how it works. Can I get just a dexterity, a straight dexterity check from you? Yeah. Not going to be too hard, like I said. So. Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. It takes you a couple of minutes to get it off them, but you you do eventually manage it. The dragonborn kind of opens his mouth. Oh, fuck! Thanks. No worries. <sighs> bastards didn't want me breathing on them. Yeah. They're all dead now, so you can breathe on them if you want to. He stumps over to one of the corpses and just unleashes this torrent of, like, greeny, black-looking kind of breath. And th- when it comes, when it finishes, the corpse on the ground is covered. It is similar-looking to the stuff that Vagan sprayed in the other one. Yeah. And then he, he spits on him and goes, Yeah, fuck you, Carl. <laughs> Carl! Carl? <laughs> <But> Carl! <laughs> Killing people. Um... I do have one small question. The one of them got away, teleported through a portal. I assume he went through the stone door. Don't suppose any of you know how to get through there. Well, luckily I do. Been trying telling them for weeks. I don't know how. I don't suppose you're the professor. Yeah, but Professor Jorvin at your service. Pleasure to meet you. Um, we did find your apprentice. I'm afraid he wasn't in a particularly great state. Oh, oh God. Had a fair chunk of himself missing. They took him off me weeks ago. This is not. We're we're from a university, the archaeology department. They followed us down here, looking for evidence of the uh, the old dragon slayers. But you know how to get into this tomb. <laughs> fucking right, I do. I like you. Uh, so how do we get in? Yes, well, follow me down here, and he, uh, he gestures you down down the slope. Now, now that you take a good look at the door, you can see it's 
it's solid. There's not any kind of visible way of opening it. Solid as a rock. It looks like there's a door frame um, and the inside of it is complete stone. Mm. So um, he kind of emotions towards it and says, um, "See there, they've been trying since they since they ambushed us to uh, to get into this to- tomb. I think they want the stuff that's inside it." He says, "If you look around here." And he points, and you can see on the inside of the door frame is a, a long series of about 25 kind of pictograms kind of making their way from one side of the frame to the other. Um, he leans forward and he pushes one in. He goes, look, see, then we all move. This is, this is quite a clever bit of engineering, actually. Look, this is it's like a combination lock, but you've got to know the right ones. He, says, he points at them and he says... All of these tell the story of the Dragon Slayer inside, but you have to be quite careful which ones you press, otherwise the thing won't open. That's interesting. Um, before you open it, we're all a little worse for the wear, so we're going to have to take a quick a quick rest, essentially. Oh, oh sure, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking pooped myself. <laughs> I've been tied to that steak for three days. Uh, so, yeah, we've got... Uh, we've got uh, this, this, uh, this is Vigan. Um, he's, Hello, he- I'm Vigan. He's uh he's been really useful. He might be able to find some food in the local area if you guys wanted something to eat. Because I can imagine. Well, we had a whole tent full of supplies. What happened to that? I travel with these two idiots. Um, I like to think I'm atoning for sins that I'm not aware of. Yeah, we've all got our deal. Yeah, I don't know what mine is, but apparently it's them. Um, but yeah, the vegetables might be cooked. I guess, although we only burnt one of the tents, and by we I mean prawns. The tent's still kind of smouldering. Yeah. There's a lot of kind of boxes inside that look like they're pretty well burnt and charred. Yeah. And that is. We can check the other tent and take any supplies we want. There's no one around to do anything. And we're going to take a just a quick breather because we need yeah. to mm. we need to recover a bit. I uh, I got hit by some magic missiles which didn't do me the best. Oh, that's things. not that one very smart of you, was it? Well, I shot the guy. Yeah. Uh, I shot him a couple of times. He didn't die. I killed the three other guys though. So which guy was that? Oh, which guy was that? Uh, Loran. Oh yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I shot him a couple times, um, but apparently not enthusiastically enough. But I did get three of his mates, so... Yeah. All of these boys here, they're from a university as well. It must have been some, in some kind of secret society as well. They, they followed us down here. Did you know them? Uh, not most of them, but uh, this guy over here applied to be in my class, but... Fucking idiot. <laughs> I only take the best. Fair enough. Um, you guys recover. We're going to go... I'm going to go see my teammates and sort our affairs out. Right on. Well, we would probably join you at the fire. We need to clean ourselves up a little bit. but uh, Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, are any of the daggers I use uh, picked up are useful for stabbing people? Or not? Yeah, I mean, they're all pretty sharp. They look to be actually quite sort of well tended in that um, nothing too can cool. I dual wield you can but you have a disadvantage on it oh man two weapon fighting is a th- is a thing that um, is an option for I can't remember I think it's rangers okay you can kind of take you like it which takes away the disadvantage from you can dual wield anyway but you get a disadvantage on the second strike okay essentially um Unless it's definitely rangers who okay. have the the thing that you can you choose a fighting style that you're proficient in. Um, yeah. Do you know what the stats are for the daggers? They're just straight up daggers, just um, normal ones. Yeah. Okay, so it's probably worse than my short sword then. Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. They're good in a pinch, but they're. Yeah. It's usually have. Um, okay, uh, Prance Bork, let's let's relax. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> Prance is Try and just catch our breath. Nursing yeah. every wound on his body and, um, and it's clearly in pain. <laughs> we we just need to catch our breath and then we're gonna go inside the tomb, find this last guy and finish him off. Okay, so you can if you can take a long rest which would get everything back, or you take eight hours. Or you can take a short rest, which I can't remember whether we had agreed it's normally an hour. I don't know whether <laughs> So we we I think we said before we we kind of reduced it to half an hour, didn't we? Yeah. I think we'll stick with that. Okay. So we'll um, again house rule. It's been a long time since we discussed house rules. Yeah. But yeah, house rule as well. I knock a short rest down to half an hour just because it's more of a catching your breath rather than let's take a whole hour to do this yeah. sort of thing. Um, so if, if you want to get some health back, you can spend hit dice, 
which mm-hmm. you should have a counter of there that you roll to get back health. I have 1d8 hit dice. 1d8. Should have more than that, I think. Uh, it might it might be two, actually. I think I just didn't... Oh, yeah. oh I see. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a little tiny two on it. So yeah. So you can roll up to 2d8 and get that health back just from resting. Okay, I'll do that then. Yeah. So all of you can do that if you, okay. if you like. 1d10. <clears throat> uh, I gained six health, so I'm on 13. Okay, better than nothing. Like, this isn't meant to be like a, we get back up to full health, this yeah. is meant to be the we take a breather and get some of our... I got seven back, okay. so I'm on ten health total. That's a 1d10. And do I get a complete uh, spell restore? You get no spell restore. No spell restore. Not from a short rest. No, you need a full rest, we can't wait eight hours. Six. Six? Cool. <coughs> so you get back six HP. So one. Basically. Seven. Seven. On top of the other six. On so. top of this six. Yeah. Remember, you were eight anyway from the gun bringing you yeah. back. Back so. up to 21. So yeah. Right, that'll have to do. Um, you guys ready? Ish. Prons yeah. is still like clearly achy all over and is looking like um, I'm gonna hang back this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you've still got like, you can still do your firebolt mm-hmm. and things. Yeah, you're not completely tapped. Oh no, uh, Dragonborn. What's your name? Uh, Galrak. Nice to meet you. You you re- you've got to be raring for a fight, haven't you? Oh, I want to kill some fuckers. Well, I think there's at least one of them left inside the tomb. You want to give us a hand? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, who did you say it was? Loran. Loran. He's the guy who put that piece of shit on my mouth. I'm sure you can get revenge while we're in there. I hope so. Uh, Nobody kills him but me. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> That's fine that with me. Fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> me and Borg are kind of like looking at each other like, oh damn, that last fight was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I lost um, consciousness. You're both like, it's like you've woken up after you like, you're both like, oh god. I know, that we really made, took it out of us. Yeah, we made some bad choices back there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess we're going to try and enter the tomb. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Professor Jorvin, he, he just you forward, he goes, oh, it's quite interesting, actually. Now, these pictograms tell the story of the guy inside. The funny thing is, the story's wrong if you follow it all the way around. There's stuff in there that's not... That's not the truth. Mm-hmm. If you're pushing all the ones that aren't right... As he's saying this, he's pushing in six different pictograms. There's a crunching noise, and the door slides into the ground. He says, see, only people who know Grazak's story can get in and see his, well, see his mouldy old bones, I guess. But <laughs> So the door slides down to the ground, and beyond is a completely dark hallway. Prontz, can you give mm-hmm. us light? Um, Prontz takes off his hat. And frisbees it down the yeah, corridor. I literally <laughs> fucking knew you were going to do that. You're getting predictable, boys. <laughs> so I've already got a source of fire. Of course, I'm not going to use another spell slot to use that. Like I've only got one bloody spell slot left. <laughs> so the um, watching it go down the corridor, um, it flies. Um, you can throw it. Actually, yeah, no, make a strength. Just a straight athletics check. See how far you can throw your straight hat. Straight athletics. Okay, minus one athletics. Frisbee that shit. D20, yeah. Yep, D20. <laughs> one with a minus one. <laughs> Zero. I didn't throw the hat. <laughs> you throw the hat and it doesn't make it past the threshold. <laughs> um, I kind of... I, I look it's at the other like guys... You chuck and, it and it just kind of stops in midair and just drops. I look at the other guys and then kind of like grab my wrist like that hurt. <laughs> um... I'm throwing might not be my strongest suit, gentlemen. One of you feel free to, to grab my hat and try the same. Bork. I mean, uh, you could just light a torch. Like, <laughs> there's a fire there. I don't have a torch on my character. Um, I have a hooded lantern. I want to throw his hat. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Damn straight. Give me that dice. Uh. What do I need to roll for? Athletics? Uh, this has been an athletics check. Yeah, okay, plus five. All right, <laughs> See your hat later, mate. <laughs> <laughs> One. Six. <laughs> Six. I mean, I've been frozen. Okay. Okay, so you pick up the hat and you're like, I can do better than the that. The body's not willing. Yeah. You throw the hat and it um, goes about six feet into the corridor, coincidentally. And what looked from a distance and in the gloom like a floor tile... The hat just drops away into a out of sight. Classic. You can still see a glow from below, 
but the, the, the panel that they sat on went down no it was like without unless you've been looking for it you would have thought there was a panel there but it was just an empty empty space I'm so sure it's like, like an illusion <laughs> no, you can still see a glow coming out of it no, no there's no illusion it's just like the way it was kind of set up and the lighting and that it looks like there's, there's a, a path. pit there but it looked like you wouldn't notice it unless you were looking for it. Right, okay. Seeing his hat disappear out of sight, Prance Sorry, Prance. kind of looks to Bork and, well, hearing sorry, he's like, well, I did ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> I am cold. And now uh, we look to NFA, who's now lit his lamp and clearly is pissed off with us with the fact that once again we're <laughs> fucking it all up. <laughs> I'm just going to watch you do your thing. I'm just going to carefully make my way forwards. Okay. As you step forwards, you're checking the ground in front of you, I take it? Okay. Um, spell with an eye. Can I get a perception check? Uh, that is a strong six. You guys are rolling well tonight. I kill people. Single I'm figures. Just, I'm literally, I'm good at shooting yeah. people. That's it. So, luckily you, saw the, being the luckily you saw the hat fall into the pit, otherwise you too would have fallen into the pit. Um, but as you, as you get to the edge of it and look down, you can see the hat down there, still flame burning on top of it. It's about 10 feet deep, this pit. At the bottom, a whole bunch of real sharp spikes. <laughs> on them, the impaled corpse of the dude you saw <laughs> fall, <laughs> dimension dooring through the stone door. Really? <laughs> I'm going to turn around to the others and go, which is the chef's kiss. <laughs> The um the the, the <laughs> that's the, a spicy meatball. Yeah. <laughs> the light from the continual flame is shining off of the purple sides of the uh, of Maylar's gem, still clutched in his hand, with this look of horror on his face, as if he'd stepped through the portal to find. Uh, oh shit! Yes, I'm in this tomb. I made it through the door. Oh shit! There's no floor underneath me, uh, and just immediately falling onto oh, spikes. What was the dragonborn's name again? Galrak. Galrak. Uh, he's already dead. Ah, oh, fuck. On the plus side, he fell to his death and it looks pretty funny. Do you want to come have a look? Yeah, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> Piss on his body. Garak's very sweary. <laughs> He's Australian. No, Garak's not. Jorvin's Australian. Garak's oh, sorry, sorry. Is, is just a fucking angry dragon. Garak's just an angry dragon boy. Angry dragon boy. So Garak comes up and he looks at him and goes, <laughs> Look at him. Pissed his pants. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Should have died outside with the rest of them. Seeing that the casual conversation is occurring, Franz wanders over to try and find out where his hat's gone and sees the pit. You see, yeah, you see a pit with your hat at the bottom and a corpse, a very fresh corpse, about half an hour ago, um, and Melar's gem at the bottom of the pit. It's about ten feet down. Okay. So looking at the other guys, it's like, um, well, it's all well and good that he's dead, guys, but how do we get that back? I'm assuming you're talking about your hat. What else? You're a fucking idiot. Pro- Professor, what exactly is in here that they were after? Well, they, uh, I don't know if you boys have heard the tale of Grazak. Not in particular detail. I, I know of some tales of Grazak. Prance, shut up! <laughs> oh my god. Well, you don't Prance is really just dejected, like, today's really going quite <laughs> it's badly. It's not going well, is it? Well, you don't need to know too much about him, but, um, he was a, he was a, he was an orc dragon slayer back in the day, a couple of centuries ago, um, and he he was killed in his final battle with a, a giant ancient red dragon up in the mountains here. Um, they tumbled down the slope, ended up here, and uh, his, uh, his tribe built his tomb over the resting place. Um, if these boys were trying to get in here to get magical shit, which is, uh, I mean, they, I overheard some of their conversations, that seems to be what they're up to. Looking to get some magical shit. Um, what was that again? So fucking some, professional. Some what, sorry? He's, he's the me of, <laughs> of professors. Yeah, you some put a magical he's, he's one. He's a little bit older than. He's, a, he's not a great deal older than Bork. Okay, um, Bork, you're in your 40s, aren't you? Yeah, 43. Yeah. Um, he's not, Yeah, so he's kind of. He's not like old wizard professor. He's clearly like more of an Indiana Jones. A young, Jones. hip professor. He's, yeah, he's more. Is he of, Indiana Jones? He's not Indiana Jones. <laughs> Oh, that's all right. He's We've got any, any American characters? We haven't yet. Might bring in some later on. <laughs> and work on the accent. Um, word is, Grazak's tribe didn't have a lot of lot of use for any magical dragon fighting equipment, um, and they he was pretty entangled with the dragon. So they uh, they pretty much just they built the tomb around the whole thing. So Grazak's gear is probably uh, probably in the main burial chamber with him. 
I feel like it should stay there. Burial chamber? <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tomb. How far down do you reckon this place goes? Well, don't know. Shall we find out? How much fire do we need to get there? <laughs> <laughs> At this, uh, um, the, uh, the tiefling walks up, holding a, um, a torch. Obviously, with the supplies that they or on the cart, there was um, some general kind of adventuring tomb raiding equipment. That was why they came here. It was, you know, this was it was, was their exhibition. Yeah, they were here to go. They were legitly the there. Yeah. So you, you gents are here to go into the tomb then? Oh yeah, that's why we came down from the capital. Took us a took us two weeks to get here. Shall we go down then? Well, you won't. I will. <laughs> Hold your horses, boys. My hat's still down the hole. So go get it. Well, I've, I've got an idea, but I'm going to need a big, strong man to help me. You've got Bork. <laughs> okay, right. Here's uh, the idea. You guys stay here and get the hat. I'm going to go with these guys. <laughs> that works for me. That's fine. <laughs> he doesn't need us, clearly. Okay. So my, my, my plan, Bork. <laughs> Whatever will I do without you guys setting tents on fire? <laughs> Let's just hope you don't die. <laughs> Amongst your equipment, friend, do you, do you have a rope? Hmm. Looking through my bag of things, I've got torches and I got rations. I got you fifty had torches foot the whole time. of hemp and rope. <laughs> oh, wonderful! You do have rope. Okay, my idea is this: because of the spikes at the bottom, obviously it's no good climbing down. But we can deal with the spikes. Now, if we go outside and find something heavy enough, we could drop it into the hole and break the spikes. And well, the the body might well fare quite poorly from this. Might go mushy. My hat's floppy as all hell, so it's it's fine. It'll be it'll be okay, and then we can get down there, and we can get that uh, amulet, that spell focus as well. It, well. it was quite nice. True that. Okay. So that's our plan. That's yeah, like sure. we're going to go and find heavy boxes and things, rocks or something. There's a lot to of crates throw into the hole. <laughs> okay, you're not just going to lower yourself down. No, I want to get rid of the spikes first. We want to be safe, unless this is the kind of hole where it's like if we lowered ourselves down, there's enough foot space to sort of like. Maneuver around the spikes. You, you guess you could probably do that. It's it's a, it's a falling on spikes thing. It's not like a. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's like bamboo punji sticks in every direction or it something. It is a little like. bit, but they they they're iron. Um, okay. But oh, if they're iron, then we probably won't be able to squash them with. Yeah, boxes. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try and lower you down. Okay, then we'll it. try lowering down one or the other of us. Okay. Athletics? Yeah, if you want to do an athletics check to lower him down, I will <laughs> I will let you do that. <laughs> you have to roll better than you have been. Oh, this is potential danger here. Oh, yeah. One danger, danger, Will so, Robinson. We're tying it around your waist. So, yeah, okay. we've tied it around my waist. You do I'm, the old lean back. Sailing. Yeah, yeah, we're going to abseil down. You do uh, notice the tiefling as well as grab another part of the rope. He's, That's he's all right. Yeah. Giving you a hand with this. All right. And I mean, it's 10 feet. Okay. So, I'll let you have advantage. Give Careful a nod. Now. Careful now, boys. Here we go. That's a seven. Plus five. Plus five, so twelve. Twelve. Uh, uh, you got advantage though, so I'll give you another one. Two. <laughs> so we got a twelve. Twelve. It's got okay. twelve. Okay. Um, I'm still recovering. AJ's <laughs> like, do you want to kill frogs? <laughs> <laughs> You're slipping. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just like... It's not particularly graceful, and you do yeah. kind of like... We could have just down three, four months ago. It's I, I was, Ten was my target number I was going for there, so... Um, right, okay. Yeah. So it's you, jerky, and maybe it's, I it's jerky drop into the audience. It's jerky, and you don't feel particularly secure. <laughs> but you, you do make it down to the bottom without, without being dropped onto spikes. So, yeah. I've got enough holes in me already, boys. Don't drop me. That was tiring enough. Yeah. So yeah, down there you managed to... I mean, going through the guy's pockets is out of the question, but you do manage to snag your hat and Melar's uh, relic. Okay. Having got these in hand, I give the rope a tug and I go, Got him! I mean, it's only ten feet deep. It's like, not that deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. still what a... Theatrical of the mind. Yeah. Doesn't matter. They're, they're out of sight enough that Francis <laughs> just like... He might have done this before at some point. Who knows? Maybe he got trapped down a hole and had to be dragged yeah. out. But I see the tug on the I rope. give the ding-ding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For a second, I'm thinking, does that mean you want me to just drop the rope? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll put you are, Yeah, you're over, you're over to pull him up. And, okay. Yeah. The second he's back to solid ground, Prunce just sort of falls to his knees and, like, hands on the floor, like, okay, I'm, I'm safe, I'm safe. <laughs> so, okay, so you're, you're back out of the uh, out of the pit. Okay. Um, holding the Maylar's, the Maylar's relic in my hand now, yeah. do I feel imbued? 
imbued. <laughs> have I, have I, is this clearly worth hanging on to in a way where, like, hey, if we get into trouble right now, I can put this to use? Um, you don't really feel like it would be, like, in terms of, like, power, mm-hmm. it, um... It, uh, it's not going to be any better for like your spell attack bonus than what you're already using as a focus, which is your um, staff. Mm-hmm. I've looked into it. Actually, your staff is your focus, yep. which I'd forgotten about before. Um, but having seen it work a couple of times, you would guess that it does have... Somehow it's gained this ability to have Dimension Door stored in it. Okay. So... Right. Yeah. <laughs> but then knowing that this guy has just killed himself by using Dimension Door. It's, okay, uh, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> Think uh, of Dimension Door almost like Nightcrawler. Yeah, you just know where you're going. Yeah. Just have an idea. Otherwise you may appear on above a Inside 10 a foot wall drop with some spikes at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. I'm just happy. Oh, it's a shame we don't know exactly where Anathay's gone right now. Um, okay, I'm, I'm just going to explain to the other guys then, the Tiefling and Bork, just be like, oh, this is this... Relic, now that we have it in our possession, we might be able to make a hasty escape should we need to. We, I've, I've now got the same ability as that man. We can teleport. That sounds cool. Let's just keep in mind the uh, the outside, if we have to think of that place. Oh, our, yes, of course. I'm, I'm certainly not going to throw us down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> that was close <laughs> enough for me. No. I suppose we should join Enethe and find out. I mean, if we have to what he's been getting up to yeah. noting that I got his name right while he's not there yes <laughs> let's go see you now then. a real piece of shit <laughs> takes so, a poo to no poo anyway while they are um, faffing. faffing around with the bed, um, <laughs> Just you the and uh, you and the professor and Garak head down the um, I prefer this down. team <laughs> just saying <laughs> I prefer the dragon Team professional. Um, you three head down the uh, the corridor, which seems to be sort of the the air you find is very dead, and it's clearly been sealed for a long time. Um, the the walls are large stone blocks, and uh, there's no signs of this ever having had windows on it. You see, you you do recall at this point the the phrase "it's been reclaimed by the forest." Um, having seen it, you would guess maybe this is. It was the the tomb was buried in a landslide. A little way down the corridor, um, there is a uh, stone archway. On the walls, uh, the professor sees um, a couple of unlit torches. That he just kind of quickly lights, and you find yourself in a long-ish corridor, about thirty feet long, with I suppose with doors on all four walls, including the one that you've come in through. Any ideas, professor? Well, uh, you know, logically, the uh, the burial chamber is probably uh, probably f- further at the back, with its back to the mountain kind of thing, which would be the left-hand wall. But quite interested to see what's in these other ones. I mean, we kind of expected this door to open and be in the burial chamber. The fact that there's more here is a little bit unsu- a little bit surprising. Okay, should we wait for the others to catch up? In that moment, we catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Minutes pass in yeah. silence. <laughs> Awkward silence. Hi, guys. How about that swearing? <laughs> Down the corridor, you can hear the sound of the us coming. And so, like, if, if you really wanted to wish somewhere you wanted to be, that thing will take you there. Yeah, it'll take like you anywhere. 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 Even further away from your wife. Core. Oh, so, blimey, Gavna. I like that Prince really doesn't have any idea how the spell works. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. you can do whatever. Yeah. You'd let your dreams be real. Like, <laughs> to the moon. So we arrive to find the other guys, and from my initial explanation of what the relic does, Bork has now built me up, and I arrive and say, guys, I've, I've got the most incredible tool. We can go anywhere we want. As long as you're happy. Seeing that Enethe is not impressed by this, I turn to Bork and say, Maybe I should make him go far away. Maybe we hold on to that for when we really need it. And I shoot him back a look that's like, You better watch what you say to me from now on. <laughs> I'm sure you'd both be fine without me. <laughs> Quite right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Onwards. We wouldn't so be what, here. What, what have you learned? Well, did we came past all kinds of things like line images on the walls as we came down here. I'm assuming you've had quite the history lesson. You didn't see any of that. You saw a bunch of blank walls. 
Franz might have seen Franz things. Sees, Franz sees what he wants to see. <laughs> I so we, see history everywhere. So we've got these three doors. Uh, we're just trying to figure out which one to go down, really. Because it's four, including the one we came in, right? Yeah. 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 So. And there's no indication of what's through these doors. Uh, no. Well, one of them actually is a little wider than the others, um, which is the one that the professor indicated he thought would lead to the burial chamber. Okay. So we, have, we, we, we think that what... The professor thinks the wider one's probably the burial chamber, but we're not sure about what the other two could lead to. I don't know if you guys want to go and check out one of them. Um, well, there's three of us and three doors. Well, there's six of us and three doors. Well, that's two apiece, then. Oh, you guys take the door on the right. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, you realise at this point Vagan hasn't followed you down into the tomb? <clears throat> he's, he's, you would guess, he probably not that comfortable with... Uh, confined That's indoor fair. spaces. He's an, out, he's an outdoor guy. He's an outdoor guy. You know. So there's five of us total, it's the two professors. He's probably gone back to the album. Uh There's you three, there's the there's Dragonborn, three. there's the Tiefling, and there's uh, the professor. Uh, me and the professor will go down to the tomb. Uh, I want to know what's behind number two. So, to, to your left, as, as you walk in, on your left you've got the door that you think is going to head to the burial chamber. Um, at the end of the corridor would be your number two. <laughs> yep. number two. Number door two. Door number two. Door Just number two. Scratching out. It's no longer a toilet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's another door on the right-hand side. We're kind of facing the uh, the door to the, the tomb. Uh, are, you, are you all okay with splitting up so we can check out all of these areas? Well, yeah. I mean, you cover a bit more ground, but you, you boys better be careful. They put a a trap in the doorway just to stop people from, from walking in there well, might be other stuff around here. I figure if one of you goes with one of us in each of the doors it should give us the best chance of succeeding in each one. Yeah, if you like. Okay, uh, so happy, I'll, happy for the help. Yeah, um, I'll go with you. Uh, if the tiefling, I don't know the tiefling's name. I thought that was so rude. I haven't asked the tiefling's name. What's your name? Osmond. Okay, Osmond. Uh, do you want to go with Prontz because I think you're less likely to kill him? I, I could do with a capable fighter on my side. Are you a capable fighter? Yeah, I've been known to stab a guy. I like you too. And uh, Gralak, Gralak, Grazak. Galrak. Galrak, fuck me. We're in the tomb of Grazak, you fool. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Galrak, do you want to go with Bork? Sure. Come on, little guy. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and See ya. We'll meet back up here. Everyone be careful. Okay. And now we okay. follow our adventures. All right. Well, let's uh, let's start with Bork and Garak then. So uh, there's three doors. Uh, I'm guessing Enade and the Professor decided to go for the tomb one. So you've got uh, one at the far end of the corridor, which is again it's only about forty feet, and there's one on the right hand side opposite the door to the tomb, about twenty feet along. Do the forty feet one. Forty feet. So far end of the corridor. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Is that door number two? It is door number two. Oh, sorry, Prince. I see him going for it. As, and I'm kind of like, but that's door number two. But I let him go anyway. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's Bork. I know. Oh, cheers. Okay. Opening the door, inside you see um, lining uh, the walls on either side, left and right, are, there's two on each side, four, what looks to be quite rough, stone, sleeping, sort of, I don't want to call them beds, but you know, kind of like plinths. Plinths, yeah that look almost like this is laid out like a dormitory except you know it's they're made of stone and it looks not particularly comfortable okay um facing you though at the sort of the head of the room on a again like a print a plinth but more of like a almost like laid out like an altar Mm. um there is a sort of quite crude but kind of clean looking sort of obsidian idol okay um you said about each door the doctor said about each door possibly having or each room having you know booby traps and anything like that can yeah. I do like roll for perception for a little bit more than that oh you yeah, I thought you were asking Garak yeah um, yeah, you, yeah you can check for traps perception check yeah a little bit more than yeah six uh, you don't see anything traps wise I figured figured as yeah. much I mean what I described before is what you okay see. Um, I see anything that stands out as a trap. There's too many, yeah. Okay, I take a, a few hesitant steps forward into the room. Okay. Nothing happens. 
I yes. checked that the the um, the other guys are with me that are they're coming forward as well. Garak, yeah, he seems pretty confident. He's kind of walking along okay. beside you. So I uh, kind of sidestep and let him lead. Yeah. He walks up. He kind of looks around and goes, uh, "I'm not really an expert on what this kind of stuff could be, but I don't know. Looks like some kind of bed chamber." Okay. Uh, so what's that thing at the end of the the room? That black obsidian thing. No, looks like some kind of idol. Like a pop? It's, it's kind of almost like a kind of... It's a stylized kind of thing. It's about... About 30 centimetres tall. If it's depicting something, you, you can't figure it out just from looking at it. But, yeah. Um, if I actually make a religion check for me real quick. One. One. Yeah, this could be anything. It could literally be anything. <laughs> Some religious mumbo jumbo. <laughs> well, heck, it's the only thing in the room. Should we just take that thing? Uh, well, yeah, it could do. It's, uh, okay. Might be worth something. Uh, it's trying to see if it looks attached to anything. We just snatch and grab it and run. No one in here. I'm gonna grab it. You gonna grab it? Can I get a wisdom saving throw from you? I really need to. Ro- I can roll in battle, but I can't roll in life. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, that's fine. So Something you, on my you shoulder. Grab it, you feel a real strong tingling in your arm. But you managed to just shake it off, and my fingers were numb earlier. But okay, yeah. I think that's okay it now. It really does like feel like something just tried to. You tried to pick it up, and it wasn't happy about it. But you managed to do it, and it seems fine now. Okay. Looks like this. It's kind of like held in place with. It's magicness. Uh, well, I don't really know anything about magic myself. Oh, well, we got it now. Let's just go. Okay. You're just chucking it in your pack? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. That's you. Okay. Prontz and who were you with? You were with the, the tiefling. Yes. Okay. So we're going for the, the door, door number the right three. Hand, then. Right hand door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Opposite the uh, door to the tomb. Um... Okay, friend. Uh, we're, we're on approach the door and give it a little push. Hmm? <laughs> and I'm inviting him to do this for me. <laughs> he kind of gives you a weird look. He's like, all right, okay. Uh, and he, he pushes it and the door swings open. Well, after you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he looks around and he's he's not an idiot. He checks for traps. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll, I rolled a... I got an 18. 18, okay. Yeah. Um, he looks inside and he sees, um, says, oh, God, there's a, some of these, there's these floor tiles look a little dodgy. Best stay clear of them. Peering around over his shoulder, um, can he, can he point to the specific ones or is he just making a he's general kind of observation? He's making a general observation. You can have a look if you like to see. Yes. Cause see I, if you see what he means. If he's saying that then I'm gonna definitely try and figure it out for myself and I'm gonna get a two which means I'm certainly not figuring out any more than he did no um, so yes yes it, it certainly looks very dangerous in here this, we should tread very lightly <laughs> um, so your, your hat as you stick your head in uh, lights up the chamber a bit and you can see again there's another all stone walls and that but um, in racks around the room looks Rack to be system. Um, a fair amount of weapons and there's a couple of armor racks as well most of the stuff in here is corroded and old and looks mostly unusable Mm -hmm. Um, in one corner though there's a javelin on one of the racks that looks almost like it was it's it's pristine like it's not showing the age of everything else there Hmm. now my friends do you do you feel confident traversing this room I think I've yeah I think I've figured out the the, the trick. Do you, you see the spear in the corner, the javelin? Yeah, there it is. I, I'd suggest we'd grab that. And well, as, as you're feeling confident, <laughs> then put your best foot forward, sir. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to roll a dex check for Osmond. Almost like yeah, <laughs> almost like this is tricky, and I'm not just going to have. Oh, well, that's an 18. Oh, on the dice, so skills. he definitely makes it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He kind of, you see, he takes his time getting across, and there's definitely a few tiles that you you, you can't, you still can't tell the difference between them and the regular floor mm-hmm. tiles. But he definitely seems to be avoiding a few, 
and he he gets he grabs the javelin, kind of hops his way back, and goes, "Well, this is pretty fancy." Are you any good with the javelin? Hmm? Are you any good with the javelin? I normally use a crossbow, but those fuckers oh, broke it. Oh. And uh, Bronze kind of gestures like, "May I hold it then?" Sure, he passes it to you. Okay, and feel the heft of it, and yeah, it's quite well weighted. But yeah. Well, I kind of think France looks at it in a way that's like, well, it's nice, but not for me. And we're going to go back and rejoin the other. You hanging on to it though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely taking it with. Okay. I thought like Bork could use a javelin. That's probably could use one. That's what I'm thinking. He likes throwing things. Yeah. I like throwing. Uh, okay then. So, Enade and the professor. What are you doing? Heading in. Okay. Pushing. Just pushing the doors open. Uh. Anything I should be aware of, Professor? Well, <laughs> try not to get fucking killed. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, just keep keep an eye, keep your head on a swivel. Watch out. Uh, maybe you know, don't go rushing in. There might be might be some some, some traps and shit. Okay, I'm just gonna push the door and then step back away from it. Okay, push the door open. Uh, nothing happens as with the door opening. The professor kind of sticks his torch and looks. And you can see a set of a set of stone steps leading downwards to a, another set of double doors at the bottom. Okay. On in front of the double doors is a empty plinth. What would we put on the plinth, Professor? Uh, it could be anything. Maybe a maybe a key, some sort, some kind of other corresponding bit of uh, bit of stuff. I don't know. I wasn't quite expecting this. Maybe it's like an idol or something you're supposed to stick there. Should we wait for the others to get back? It might be something they've got. Yeah, we'll be alright. <laughs> yeah. After you. Okay. Um, can I get a perception check from you, real quick? As well. Okay. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. 19. 19. Okay, so the professor starts making <laughs> his way down the stairs. Um, and he's as he's about he's about to step onto a step that you he clearly has not seen, but you see very clearly that this step appears to be on a you just suddenly see it out of corner eye. That step is on a hinge. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna grab him quickly and okay. pull him back. Just as he puts his foot on it, it swings down, you pull him back, and a guillotine blade flies across the corridor. It would have caught him right in the head. So this place is fun. It's truth. Yeah. Look at that thing. Good thing I'm <laughs> <laughs> if I was big like you people, that would have cut me in half. <sighs> yeah. um, is it going to just keep swinging, or is yeah, it, it just, just kind of it swings once and it kind of comes to a stop finally? Right. Uh, I think we should test the steps as we're going down and just be keep a close eye on it. Yeah, it's a good idea there. Uh, yes, yeah, so we just continue making. Yeah. Okay. Work. Can I get a uh, another perception check? No. Oh, 19. Oh, 19. <laughs> yeah. I fucking stand by. <laughs> now, now you're on the lookout. You're able to quite quickly point out that um, there are. Um, the lower steps are more kind of made out of individual blocks. Some of those do look a little dodgy to you, so you might want to leave them. Okay, we're just going to carefully make my yeah. way down them. So you make it all the way to the bottom, and there's this plinth in front of you. It does appear to be a circular indentation in the middle of it, which is empty. Roughly the size of a spell focus? No. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, logic. Don't suppose you have anything that fits in here? Uh, no, I mean... He, he tries just he, the the bottom of his torch is roughly that size. He puts it in, nothing happens. He he turns around and sort of tries to push open the doors at the bottom. They don't move at all. Okay. Uh, I think we're going to have to go back up and find the others. Yeah, might be an idea. I'll just light these torches and he, there's there's some more yeah. on the wall. He lights them and then he pauses as if, right, is that going to set anything off? Um, but it doesn't. I'm playing too much Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna mark the steps which are dodges, but you go back up. Cool. Just so we can clearly yeah, avoid yeah. them. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, with a tinderbox or something, is that like charcoal yeah. thing? Or? Yeah, you, you can mark them. I've got shit. <clears throat> yeah. in, in the meantime, I've met Bork back in the corridor, and I'm, I'm gonna offer you the javelin if you'd like it. Oh. I'll have that. Uh, I'll offer you what I found. It's this kind of black thingy. Oh, it's. It's a black idol with a circular base. Can I identify it? Is there? Can I attempt some kind of? Because I did a terrible job. Oh, I'll take it off of him. Can I get a wisdom saving throw from you? It's twenty. Yeah. Yep. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Again, as you grab it, you feel a tingle in your arm, as like almost as like, ow, that would have been a. Hmm. 
Proximal Nova is like being an electric shock, but you, you feel it kind of almost like it's just before it's going to hurt, but then it dissipates. Okay. Ooh, something in this. Mm. Um, okay, so I would like to perform some... Is it an Arcana check I could, could make against yeah, this? Yeah, you wouldn't be able to identify it with that, but you'd be able to see if it had kind of a magical aura about it. Mm. Nine, yeah. Nine. Um, plus five for Arcana, so 14. 14. It's definitely got something about it, like aura-wise and that. Okay. Well, I'm sure you felt it when you touched it, but this thing's got power about it. I'm not quite sure what. I thought I'd leave it with you, because you like power more. I do like power. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, uh, NLA and the Professor come back to you. Ah, Prons, you got a weird-looking idol with a circular base. Mm. Just the man I wanted to see. Well, really? Come with me. Okay, <laughs> not not knowing quite what he's alluding to, but trusting him for some reason, we're going to go down the stairs with him then. You're going to want to follow my steps very carefully. Don't step on anything I don't step on. Okay, I'll follow in your trail. So go down okay. safely. Are you following him without? I'm absolutely following yeah. him to the, to a T. Like I'm still like mostly weakened right now. Prons is yeah, no prancing, no prancing. Yeah, this is this is where fifty percent strength here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so at the bottom of the steps, you see a plinth in front of you with a circular indentation in the top, which, looking at it, would fit this idol. Okay, well, it all seems fairly obvious, as you said. Uh, walk straight over to it and plonk the thing in it. Okay. There is a pause of a second or two. Nothing seems to happen. And then the doors in front of you open. Inside is a darkened chamber greeting you right in front of you, hanging above, almost above the doorway, is a huge dragon skull, which, as you look in, seems to be still attached to a dragon skeleton, which in certain places has been attached to the wall. Ah. The room is a domed room, which seems to have been built over the corpse of this dragon, and on the floor in the centre appears to be a stone... Uh, sarcophagus. This the professor looks like goes, yeah, it's a little bit funny. One expecting him to have been extracted from the dragon, but uh, still, never can tell. <laughs> What's the chances of the dragon coming back to life? Well, can't see any organs or muscles or skin, so weirder things have happened. Maybe, maybe one in ten. <laughs> I don't like those odds. Uh, I'm gonna never tell. Carefully make odds. my way into the room. Okay, holding a torch out in front of me. Sure. Prons is going to watch that from the door. <laughs> <laughs> I assume the professor's with, professor's with me, to be fair. Yeah, he seems to be... He doesn't seem to be... Because he's my boy. Yeah, he's... he's <laughs> Again, he's being fairly cautious. He's looking around. You Can I get a perception check from you again? So, as you're in a new room. No, that was only seven. Seven? I'll get one for the professor as well. But if he could roll better than me, that'd yeah, be Yeah, he did. He got a uh, 17. It's my so, boy. Yeah. He's trying to work. I can't see any more traps, but... Um, he goes and uh, uh, inspects the sarcophagus. He says, well, this is him, all right. Grazek. They put him in a tomb. Maybe they moved his shit elsewhere, though. Weird. Mm. Looking around, um, it's a circular chamber. Um, it's quite dark, though. I mean, if you want to investigate more, it might be... Uh, yeah, I'll try and investigate yeah, more. Sure. Cool. Wander around with a torch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, can I get a investigation check? Natural 20. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. How many things do I see, AJ? How many things? It's actually quite sparse. There's the dragon and the... Um... God damn it. No, no, no. I every single time. <laughs> I get three words into my description and you're like, for fuck's sake. Which is <laughs> <I'm just> like... <laughs> <laughs> a running speak. joke. I'm in character. <laughs> I know, but... Constantly disappointed. Um, so it's actually kind of sparse in here, um, apart from the, the giant dragon skeleton and the um, sarcophagus in the middle. But along one wall, you, you do notice a um, slightly odd shape, and you, you press on it, and the, the wall kind of swings open, and it was a hidden door. Inside, you see a small chamber with what looks to be some treasure. Hey, Professor, I found the stuff. Oh, great. I wouldn't have found it. Well, I probably would have. <laughs> Just trying to make you feel better. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I appreciate it. I've had a rough day. <laughs> I'm pretty good at archaeology, you see. They let me teach you and everything. I can tell from the hat and the whip. <laughs> uh, I'd go and investigate the stuff. Where's a hat indoors? Pretty rude, if you ask me. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, okay, so just to wrap up, then, so we're finding the um, 
this is the the final treasure hoard of Grazak. Um, to be honest, the professor doesn't seem too fussed with. No, we must pres- preserve it as it is. He's just like happy. To he's find he's shit. like, oh, oh, found shit. He does start picking up a couple of things and looking at them, going, "Yeah, we'll take that back." And he <laughs> sort of like, and he gets Galrak and um, Osmond in, and they he sort of earmarks some stuff. He goes, "Right, well, I hope you lads don't mind, but this is the stuff we're taking." You take the stuff you need to take. Okay. Do you mind if we take the rest? Uh, yeah, why not? Awesome. You, you helped us out. We would have been dead on that pole. Um, those bastards would have left us there to rot. Yeah, well, don't worry. We they all suffered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Apart from the one guy, he died for him instantly. But he'd already been messed up. So, yeah. um, so here's some things that you find: five hundred silver pieces in total, or each. Uh, you might want to take some notes. Uh, I'll, I'll write it all down. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll let you do the main yeah. notes, and then we'll divvy up. Yeah. Uh, five hundred silver pieces, <laughs> six hundred gold pieces. We are fucking loaded. Uh, one one thousand copper. Oof. I know, that sounds like a lot, but that's yeah. the same as yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that's like that's like a hundred gold. Yeah. No, it's more than that. It's you like found all gold. the pennies in the world. That's like, <laughs> that's like ten gold. Yeah, is it? No, it's not so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, we can do conversions yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, we we'll do conversions later. Um, a lot more on the pound than it used yeah. to be. You find a ring with a red gem in it, which prompts. I'm going to say just to, for the in terms, just to speed things along a little bit. Um, you do see, sense a magical aura about it. Okay. But I can't tell what it is. Wow. Y- y- no, I don't think identifying things so, yeah. is its own. Like thing. it's a spell to identify. We'll like have to wait Arcana checks. Like yeah, because you're a, a wizard, I'm letting. Strictly speaking, Arcana is knowledge about magical stuff. But up to this point, I've been letting you sort of use it as like a do I sense magical lore about it? Yeah. Because you're a wizard. But yeah, really, if it feels it, like that fits the lore. Strictly enough. speaking, it's a lore skill rather than a. Yeah. Uh, okay. I like do I sense magic? Because detect magic's its own spell. Identify right. its own. Spell. You know what I mean? But the. So I'm going to say Prontz's appreciation of what he actually feels and what is going on might yeah. be two different things. Yeah, he, exactly. He feels yeah. magic yeah, he where feels, others might understand. He feels it. like this is magic. Yeah. Like, mm. um, so that, that ring, um, there is a set of archery braces, which again don't seem to have rotted away like some certain stuff. <laughs> we know who's getting those. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's various kind of little kind of uh, artifacts which again aren't don't appear to be magical or anything but you might be able to find a use for or at least you know sell them nice trinkets yep. yeah uh, I can I can list those out if you like that's no, fine no okay how but, many of them are there that's the main part well I've just put artifacts because he knows what it was yeah and there's like seven artifacts for, for quickness sake there are seven artifacts they're all worth about 25 gold each probably okay um, and there is a sword um, with uh, what looks like a stylized dragon head on the, the pommel. Looks to be a long sword of some sort. A sword for Jason. <laughs> <laughs> sword so that's what Enna they loot. The rest of you find an empty room. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bork, uh, Bork got a spear. Because I can't use a spear. You can't really use long swords either. Really? I was thinking I could have a long one? sword. I can, it's not my thing. Okay, fair enough. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. This, this one has a dragon on it. It was made for me. I have a dragon on me. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. I have the Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Natural twenty. Okay. All of the DMs. <laughs> okay. But seeing seeing anything covered the sword quite obviously. <laughs> um, I look over at Bork. I mean, the archery braces were for you, but what? Oh. <laughs> I'm taking them both. Okay. You got a spear. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Prince is going to turn to Bork and ask. Well, is there anything that catches your eye? Uh, Gents, and I give them both 500 gold. You're just paying them off at this point. <laughs> 300 gold. 300 gold. You're just lowering your offer. Yeah. I'll give you 20 gold. <laughs> Getting the gold in hand and recognizing the circumstance, I ask NFA, how much for the ring? I'll give him the ring. <laughs> oh, I, 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 <laughs> to be fair, we can actually give this up at some other point. So. Yeah, alright. What do the braces do? You don't know. No, that's why I'm asking. Are you asking out of character? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what archery braces. Like. Okay, well, they are. Um, I understand the idea behind it. So, uh, all the, the named items are magical. Let, let, let's wrap this up and then I'll okay. tell you. That's fine. Okay, so um, that you have tracked down Melar's gem, you've got some nice loot out of the fact. Score. You've met some friends from the university now. 
and you need to just make some decisions. Are you going to take the gem back to Erevale? Um, are you going to follow up on the plan that you heard the cultists discussing? We should probably do that. Um, you probably should because I've written it already. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually going to I'm going to talk, talk to the profession. And sure. Team. Yeah. Um, so we overheard them talking about a plan, uh, which insert information here. <laughs> oh god, yeah, fucking. Uh, luckily, I was awake at the time. They just finished kicking the shit out of me, but um, they've had me on and off that pole for a while, <laughs> trying to get information. <laughs> so on the way back to the university, you, you guys on the, are you guys up for messing up their plan? Well, if it's what I think you're talking about, Ulrich took a bunch of the rest of them and headed off to Wild Meadow. That's not really in our direction. No, okay. But uh, we're happy to if you're heading out of here. I mean, we're we're. No, you burned all our food. We're going to have to organise another uh, expedition. But now we know where it is. That'd be a little bit easier. Um, but if you, we're happy to travel with you back to the road. That'd be good. We'll do that. Hold on, boys. I've got an idea. Please do. And no. He pulls out the relic of Melar. Okay. And thinks hard about the campsite that was back above ground. Okay. I am not getting in that door. <laughs> you tell me what happens at that point. All right, so... Uh, this is how you die. So, <laughs> you the dimension door spell, the sparks fly around the gem, the portal opens uh, wide enough that you move through it, and then for the rest of you, <laughs> you see Prot step through a portal, <laughs> which immediately closes. <laughs> It's like he expects other stuff to happen, and it just never does. Should we uh, casually make our way back up to the top book? Prunce, yeah, I guess you find yourself to. in the campsite where Vagan is um, now finished, uh, sort of tidying up. Oh, where did you come from? Um, I was just downstairs, um, and I, I was expecting. And I, Prunce looks around. I was expecting uh, the rest of our friends, but oh, well. well, we might as well make ourselves cozy and wait for them. Yes, well. I can go look for some more berries. You all like my berries. Oh yes, I do like berries. Any nuts? <laughs> Freeze frame. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. Prawns. Okay, so um, he did. We'll, we'll wrap things up then. So, so going forward, that is that's the end of this little storyline. Um, you guys do have to, like I say, if you. Don't want to chase the other. No, I want to. Ch- I want to chase. Up. So, um, I, I like. I'm definitely pissed off perpetually. At these yeah. Cultists, t- so <laughs> to recap what you learned then, the uh, uh, the the rest of the cultists were heading um, to a village that you've heard of, which is um, you were put about a week and a half, two weeks travel away, called Wild Meadow. All you know is that they were going after a target who was carrying something that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Possibly another magical item, maybe of some power, if they're taking a lot of guys to go get it. Um, that village uh, is, as I say, about a week and a half, two weeks travel to the uh, to the southeast. Um, to get there, you'd be going past the uh, the regional capital of Lorana, and uh, yeah, onwards. It's kind of the opposite direction to Erevale, kind of from where you are. Like mm-hmm. Erevale is kind of southwest. They'll get their relic eventually. They'll get it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stow it away. You're holding on to it for safekeeping. You do yeah, still have your horses that you borrowed. We did from give them you. a lot of money for it. Uh, yeah, I would like my 70 deposit of 70 gold. I'm giving, you, <laughs> I'm giving you 300 gold pieces each. Still want my 70 back. <laughs> you can peg that as part. So going on from here, you've got some stuff that you're not quite sure what it does yet, but um, you've divvied it up and yeah. we, will, uh, we will go on from there. Yeah. Good so all right, we are uh, listeners at home. We are going to be playing something a little different for the next few episodes, but I'm sure we will return to D and D later on in the year. Uh, haven't, we haven't quite decided on uh, everything everything yet, but um, we will. Yeah, it's going to be should be good. I hope you guys have been. This has been quite a long story arc, a little bit meandering and interrupted by Star Trek in September. But um, <laughs> is it that long ago? It was a while back. Yeah, Jeez. this has been a, this has been like a. Nine or ten episode arc. Fucking mm. epic. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not that. exactly ones for cutting to the chase. No, so. no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can look at me if you like, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I'll so, own uh, it 100%. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I probably, at some point, I need to write a more streamlined 
like uh, synopsis of what happened in the arc, really. But mm. um, yeah, because it's been a bit meandering. But I hope you guys have enjoyed. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun investigating the cultists and things. Oh, I've and, thoroughly enjoyed every second yeah. of this, and it's hopefully cute. everybody else listening has enjoyed yeah. it as well. And your characters have got some new friends. Yes, like friends. You got you got your ve- vegan, your forest friend. You've now got some contacts at the university. Well, you've got <laughs> the professor from the university. Yep. The other two seem more like hired guns kind of thing. Along I like the, the ride. dragon dude, but um, yeah, he's mm. pretty, he's pretty badass. Swears um, I can get down with that. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Osmond and Galrak are based on characters that myself and my friend other Jason played in our D and D campaign oh, really? oh, a cool. couple of years ago. And I'm currently also playing Osmond on Curse of Penance. So. Oh, nice. cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Keeping it going. So anyway, right. That's just padding out the last episode in the arc, but um, we I think we talked about next time we were going to maybe do, be doing End of the World. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, was that should be a laugh. But yeah, so that, that's what we're going to look for next time. Probably probably on our usual schedule, I think, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Cool. So cool. Well, cheers, guys. Taddy buys. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. It has. And we will, well, all of you, between the three of us, we're all going to be appearing on the next couple of arcs anyway, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. definitely yeah. am. So, yeah, should be good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. Let's let's call it a day then. It's a day. Toodles. It's a day. Bow selector. <laughs> it was proper bow. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode. As I mentioned just now at the end, uh, next time we'll be playing a very special game of Fantasy Flight's The End of the World. Uh, we'll be back with that as usual in two weeks' time on Thursday, the 26th of April. So be sure to tune back in for that. In the meantime, as always, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at Pretend With Dice. You can also email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, be sure to leave us a rating and review. Uh, it really helps us to find new listeners, which would be a huge help. Uh, whether you use uh, iTunes or not, though, if you've enjoyed the show, please let your friends and family know about us. It'd be great. Um, just great. Sharing is caring, folks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, as always, uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you all next time.